This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. This is 105. Urgent ambulance, please. Robert Street Car Park Town Centre, exit side. Repeat, Robert Street Car Park Town Centre, exit side. One female named Tamsin Chains appears to have fallen from the multi-storey onto a police vehicle. Omega by Elizabeth Parrick, part three. Here we go. Polystyrene and hospital fresh. So Jack's been released without charge. I just spoke to the Sarge. Knew he had nothing to do with it. Didn't seem the type. Uh, there is no type, remember? And we don't know anything for certain just yet. Not enough evidence, no opportunity and no motive. His story all stacked up. Carr was in the garage all weekend and dropped off the same morning with his dad's secretary over at the uni. Looks like it was his dad's car. A few weeks' work experience at the local paper isn't going to pay for a Ferrari. Jack then shows up at the university. Some other flash mate in a sports car, of course, dropping him off. Jack swiped the keys from his dad's desk. Secretary tried to stop him, but, well, it's Jack. DNA's been rushed through. Jack and Anthony been eliminated. Whoever did Harry over it weren't Jack or his dad. But we can't completely rule out... Precisely. At least not yet. Hang on, who's this? Hello? Yes, Appleby. This is DCI Kerry. Are you free to speak? DCI Kerry, yeah, go ahead. Are you and your probationer still at the hospital with Tams in Chains? I am. Probationer PC Zara's with me. She's been great. Good. I want you both back at the station. We're just waiting for Tamsin's sister. She's driving from down south. Two officers are on the way to relieve you. Please return to Southside, write up your statements and hand them over to the Ashfield team. Do you want me on Ashfield team? It's in hand. I'm currently on annual leave, but I'm coming back early to head the team myself. But we've got this. No handover needed. It's come to light that Tamsin's body was deliberately dropped onto your car. Her vehicle was parked at the other side of the multi-storey. All CCTV's blank. She must have been dragged over or driven. The autopsy will give us more. So someone was watching your movements. But it's against the uniform, not me personally. As I've said, report back now, please. I'll see you when I get back. What's happened? We're off the case. That was the DCI. She wants us to leave it to her lot. Maybe she's right. Look, I know I'm new in the job, but this is pretty intense, right? <sighs> she's scared. Because these are powerful people. She wants to handle it herself. Yeah. And isn't that what you told me? I did. And I was talking out of my arse. There's more we can do. I can't disobey orders. I'll lose my job. Trust me. An officer who gets no complaints and follows all orders to the letter is not doing their job correctly. But I'm on probation. They don't even have to give a reason to get rid of me, and I certainly don't want to give them one on a plate. Look, you don't have to come with me. But I'm going to do a few more routine inquiries. Nothing dramatic. Just a few visits. So? I don't know. If we get in trouble, I'll take the hit. Come on. You know it doesn't work like that. I'm just going to ask some routine questions at the university finance office. Where can I drop you off? A few routine inquiries. That's all. Is this because of Operation Maybe? It's about doing a good job. 
Any luck? Nope. No one in finance is available to talk to us right now. They have to talk to us. Oh, aye. Or we'll stick needles in their eyes. Is that how you'd have it? No, but... When that happens, you just leave your card and hope for the best. When that doesn't work, you keep turning up every day until they talk to you, just to be rid. Oh, and that security guard is now shadowing us. Great. Look, I'm going to nip to the loo as well. Just give us a tick and then we'll just call it a day. Getting a drink from the vending machine. You want? Ugh, yeah. Go on. Hot chocolate. E7. Probably a bit safer than coffee. Gifty, that woman, did you see where she went? What woman? The one that just walked out of this door. I didn't see anyone, I was doing the machine. I did hear someone walking quite quick though. Out of our exit maybe? She slid this under my stall. Have you washed your hands? I haven't had a chance to go yet. It's a scribble of something, a symbol. And a pound sign? It's Omega. That symbol is Omega. Last letter of the Greek alphabet, she means Omega HQ. Haven't we just better hand this over? A member of the public has made a request of us, of me specifically, and I intend to follow it through. It's just a routine inquiry. You're turning into a bad influence. God, it's the Nick. DS Appleby. Angela, it's Shay. Hi, Shay, what's happening? Are you with that probationer? I am, PCZR is with me. She still needs to attend a sudden death for her probation skills. One's just come in if she's free. When did it come in? Just now. But apparently it's taken a while for the family to contact the police. Something about religious rights. The family have gone down to the place of worship. Bodies still in situ with the funeral director. I don't know what status it is. We're just in the middle of something. Not had refs yet. No worries. I'll send someone else over. I think it was a hanging. Your probationer probably wouldn't want their lunch after that. Hang on. Sarah, can you attend that hanging? Mr Atkins. Wait, Shay? Cheers. Shay? Yeah, I'm here. Did you just say Atkins? Yeah, Anthony Atkins. Some important figure in the community. Dean at Twin Lakes. That's right. Oh, God, Ange, did you know him? No, no, you're all right. I didn't know him. Nothing like that. God, listen, I better go. OK. See you later. See you later. Wow. These Omega people have a lot of dollar. I was just expecting a community hall, not a mansion. A lot of money and a lot of power between these walls. People won't be that happy to see us, Gifty. I just want to see Henry's reaction and then we'll leave. Try to look solemn, but not suspicious. How's this? You look angry. This? Even angrier. No, forget it, right? Just do your normal face. See what you mean? It's nothing personal, they're grieving. It looks pretty mad. Henry Atkins, brother of Anthony, chair of Amiga. Welcome. I assume you're here due to our recent bereavement. DS Appleby and this is PC Zara. PC Zara? You're an exceptionally exotic-looking girl. Nice to meet you, Mr Atkins. And I'm 38, and I'm not a passion fruit. Uh, what she means is um, she's very sorry for your loss. Very sorry for your loss. Quite. Now, can I ask to what do we owe this pleasure? 
A member of the public has contacted the police via an anonymous note. This hinted at information that links Omega to the recent death of a Mr Harry Smith, finance officer at the Twin Lakes University, where your brother was dean. Thank you. I know what my own brother did for a living. And I would like you to send my regards to your chief constable and inform him that I fully support and will continue to fully support the employment of all his police staff. And I assume you two have been a little keen as mustard in your investigation. As for your anonymous notes, well, it sounds a little famous five, but I'll discuss that with your superiors. You have clearly forgotten that there are certain boundaries that even the police do not cross. Do I make myself clear? Perfectly, Mr Atkins. Now, you wouldn't mind. I would like to return to Cleo and to his widow, who is in some considerable distress, to which you have now added. You can see yourselves out. Let's just move out of sight, watch who he goes to. A woman, really fancy. I'm writing this down. I couldn't look that good even after a trip to the beauty counter. She's crying. What's Henry doing? Got his arm around her, sort of stroking her. That's a bit weird. Hmm, that is weird. I can see Jack, he looks pretty wrecked. Not been his week, hasn't it? Come on, let's get back to base. I think there's something going on between Cleo and Henry. Look at the way he's still brushing her, right there on her back. You wouldn't do that to your sister-in-law. I'm not saying you're wrong, Gifty, but let's just stick to the facts for now. And yeah, it is dodgy from where I'm standing as well. And passion fruit. What? <laughs> Nothing, I thought it was very funny. Stab vests off and a quick fight. Ugh, ignore that. Don't have long. Feels like they get heavier each shift. Oh, Christ. What? Note from the front desk, half an hour ago. Saf Shade is waiting to speak with me. Who's she? Forensics. Annoying. Put your head round the front and get her, would you? Oh, don't hurry back. Are you taking advantage of my junior position? Of course I am. <laughs> it's time you made yourself useful. Watch it, son. I love you. And? Saf, how nice of you to stop by. It's Saf Ron. I've realised I'll be taken more seriously in my role if I have two syllables in my Christian name. It alerts others to my importance. More so than one syllable has done in the past. Ange. First name makeover. <clears throat> That's a great idea. It is a great idea, I know. You must not have received my circular informing people of the change. Well, I know now. You've met Gifty, our new officer. Yes, we've met. And as always, I would prefer that she call me Ms Shade during her probation. And I, in turn, will be calling her PC Zara. We went through all of this at reception where you were not privy. Right. Right, so what can we do you for? It's not what you can do for me, rather than what I have already done for you. The DNA of the Atkins gentleman. Yes, you reported they couldn't have killed Harry Smith. I most certainly did not say they could not have killed Harry Smith. I said that their DNA did not match that which was found on the body of Quite the... Quite right. I'm sorry. You're excused. No, why I am here is to inform you that the DNA of Anthony Atkins and the DNA of Jack Atkins does not show a true fatherly biological connection, but rather that of a relative. Come again. I am saying that Anthony may have been the father of Jack Atkins in every sense except 
for the biological. No, their DNA does not show a true match of that of father and son, more that of an uncle and nephew. And if I were a betting woman, which I most definitely am no longer, I would say that indeed uncle and nephew is their probable true biological connection. Whoa, did not see that coming. And yet I really did. Thank you, Saf uh, Saffron. This is an excellent piece of the puzzle for us. Would you be able it's to... It's already typed up and in the internal mail. I would have brought it with me, but I prefer to follow paperwork protocol. To the letter. I hope one day others will follow suit. Very wise. I'll see myself to the door. PC Zara. You know, I kind of like her. <laughs> and you can like her for the both of us. Just wait till you stop going over a case with her in my new show. Endless details for hours on end. Front desk. Terry must have nipped to the loo. Can I come? Might be something exciting. Won't be. Get back on. Can't present to the public looking like we've walked out the pub. Hate the lady cravat thing. So old-fashioned. Telling me. Belongs in the last century. Do you know women used to be issued with a handbag? <laughs> what for? Makeup? No, your baton. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? Please be patient, potentially murderous criminal, whilst I rummage around for me baton. <laughs> <laughs> I usually get one out in training to show you how things have changed. Maybe it's not allowed. Maybe nothing's really changed. But the public like the cravat, so that stays. Ready? Nearly. Plastic on the cravat won't hook, as usual. No, give it here. Just pin it on in the future. It's much easier. No-one will know. I already do my trouser and shirt pleats with a straightening iron. That's clever thinking. I'm going to do that. Front desk, you'll learn, is mostly where you pick up the worst jobs. Someone stood on me flower bed. Someone's washed the car and the water's gone on me drive. Oh, and classics such as I don't like my neighbour's Christmas lights, they're too cheap. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> we keep a book of them, I'll show you. You've been spoilt with all this Atkins business. You don't know how boring police work can actually be. What's the most boring case you've had so far? Seriously, though, Gifty, you've seen a lot in a very short space of time. How have you been sleeping? It's been a bit off, yeah. But mostly OK. Come on, we'll talk about this later. Mrs Atkins, how can I help? You saw me at Omega. Can we talk somewhere? This is PC Zara. She was with me earlier at Omega. Do you mind if yes, she... Yes, yes. Do you need to caution me? No, you've just come in for a chat. Sorry, I've never done... Just take your time. After we're done, I can run you back to wherever it is that you need to be. My mother and father were in Omega. I was born into the gathering. I married Anthony because that was good for the gathering. My father got him a job at the university. But our marriage was never consummated, which I assume comes as no shock as you've taken DNA from both my son and my husband. We know they're not father and son, biologically. It's Henry. Do you think Jack knows? He looks so like his uncle, it's embarrassing. It's obvious to everyone. Under Omega, if a man is not able to father children for any reason, any given reason whatsoever, it, it falls to the next suitable person. Children must be born within marriage. Mrs Atkins, is Omega pressuring you in any way? It's not pressure, 
it, it's a network, a web. In Omega, you can't be touched, but you must follow. And do you wish to leave? Mrs Atkins? No. I, I'm here to warn you to leave well alone. You've been made a scapegoat once in your career. It would be careless for you to let it happen again. I'm sorry, Mrs Atkins. Is this a threat? Women have no power in Omega. I've warned you because I admire you. No one sent me. And because I know what will happen if you persist. Someone will have to pay. If not you, then someone. You saw what they did to the other two. Trust me. Leave well alone. You'll be glad you did. You have been listening to part three of Omega by Elizabeth Parrick. The characters were played by the following actors. PC Gifty Zara was played by Jessica Moraine. DS Angela Appleby by Rebecca Hines. DCI Hannah Kerry by Kathy Breeze. PC Shay Kirkwood by Dean Ashton. Saf Shade and Cleo Atkins by Maxine Dubois and Henry Atkins by Michael Carhill, with all the other roles being performed by members of the company. It was recorded at the RNIB Talking Book Studios, London. With studio engineering, editing and sound design by James Siggy. Music by Jose Guillermo Puello. The production assistant is Amber Miller. Omega was directed by Paul Blinkhorn and produced by Robert Valentine and Paul Blinkhorn for the Wireless Theatre Company London. Please visit wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more audio downloads. <laughs> <laughs>